At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Officially, not just Rivalry Week, but Rivalry Day here on the Lombardi Line as we welcome you back. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, the sponsor here. Visit BetMGM.com and download the BetMGM app. It's been reconfigured, so if you're going in-game, it's very reactive. Make sure you check it out. If you're in town, bring your state-issued ID to any MGM property. 1-800-GAMBLER, if you have an issue, got to be 21 years or older. Okay, a show that Michael Lombardi and myself, we love. It's Saturday and Sunday Bet Prep. The host is Matt Humans. And we got him straight from the luau. You know, if you think about Matt Humans and his vibe, I think of Hawaii. Like nobody yeah. would do better in Hawaii than Humans because he's just got that laid back, you know, nothing affects him type of vibe. Hi, Matt. How are you? Uh, hey, pretty good. Great to uh, see you guys. Great to hear you. Um, it was a good trip to uh, Maui for the basketball tournament. Got to see uh, Michael Lombardi's good friend, Eric Musselman, his... Uh, his team looked uh, pretty tough out there, and uh, it's good to be back in handicap football. Was there any surprises of the teams that you saw out there that was a little better than you thought they were, Matt? Uh, you know what? Not too surprised. I expected San Diego State to play well, and the Aztecs did. I expected the same out of Arkansas. I picked Arizona to win it at 3-1 to one odds, and Arizona won it. So I, I wouldn't say there were too many surprises, but – I love to go out there and scout these teams early in the season, watch as many games as possible, and um, I, I handicapping uh, quite a bit sometimes to see teams in person. And uh, you know, Arkansas is a team that didn't 
impress me. And that's a team that's going to get better and better because Musselman's a an outstanding coach, and, and he's got talent on that team. And that's uh, that's a team that's going to be a lot better in February and March than it is right now. And it's it's a pretty good Arkansas team right now. Let's go ahead yeah. and pull Matt down just for a, see if we can get a connection here. Uh, Matt Eumich joining us. Uh, he was just in Maui. You know, that's the decent difference, Michael Lombardi. Our host and handicapper, Matt Eumich, he went to Maui to scout those basketball yeah. teams. All kidding aside, that's dedication to your craft, man. No no doubt. I mean, and you know, it's the best way to do it. I think, look, you, you've got to be willing to kind of – you've got to see with your own eyes and all the numbers and who, how many generals you've added, five stars, six star, eight stars on the team, you know. You've got to watch them play and how they're going to come together. And I think what Matt said is really important is, you know, you've got to count for the coaches getting the team better, right? So yep. – and that's one of the things that will happen. These teams will improve, and what looks like today will be different, but you get a good, you get a good picture of it when you can see it when you're there, you know? And so I, I think ultimately that's, got, that, that's certainly helpful when you're handicapping. We're going to redial Matt Eumanns. It looks like he is good to go as we welcome a VEASAN host, of course, handicapper Matt Eumanns back here on the show. Uh, Matt, as you and I are discussing, uh, Maui and Hawaii, all of a sudden Circa just went to nine at Ohio State. Okay, so Columbus, Michigan, Ohio State, they just went to nine. Most shops sitting eight and a half. Are you surprised with this move up to nine? Not too surprised. Ohio State draws money pretty much every week. Derek Stevens was on the show with me last night, as he is every week, and he said uh, they, they couldn't stop the flow of uh, Buckeyes' money. And Derek's a Michigan man. He said he thinks the number's a little bit high, but you know he's a, not a professional handicapper. I think were, the deal is uh, Michigan running back situation adds such a wrinkle to handicapping this game from the Wolverines' perspective. Their top two running backs could be ineffective today. Blake Corum, who's got 1,457 yards and 18 touchdowns on the season. He's got a left knee injury. Uh, he says he, he vows he's going to play. I expect to see him out there on the field, but how effective is he going to be? I don't know. And then the quarterback's not capable of carrying that offense without those dynamic running backs, and that's a problem for Michigan. And uh, I like the Wolverines in the game. I thought last year, I know Michael – you watched it, and everybody was impressed by the way that Michigan offensive line just dominated up front, overwhelmed the Ohio State defensive front. I'm not sure it's going to happen to that level today, but you got to have those running backs out there to make it effective, and uh, that's one problem I have with this game. I did bet Michigan. I took eight and a half, but it was not a big play, and I, I plan to live bet this game. Either I'll bet more on Michigan or I'll hedge off the position a little bit just based on how Blake Corum looks when he's out there on the field today, because I think you're going to be able to tell in the first quarter if uh, Michigan's going to be able to hang around and have a chance to win this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that first quarter, you know, they got to look. I think Ohio State will come out and, and, and use their skill, and, and certainly the weather helps them. It's not going to be a bitterly cold day, the ball's not going to feel heavy. But, yep. you know, Michigan's all about get the game in the fourth quarter. I don't think it matters whether they play Purdue or they play Illinois or whether they play Ohio State. They want to body punch, body punch, and then take the game over in the fourth quarter. you got to stay attached to be able to do that. That's going to be critical. No doubt about it. And uh, you said another key there is Ohio State's offense just doesn't operate the same efficiency in cold weather. We saw it last year. It looked like the Buckeyes didn't want to be out there in the cold in Ann Arbor, a few weeks ago at Northwestern, Ohio State was very unimpressive in the cold and wind in uh, yep. Evanston. So the weather's not really going to be much of a factor 
uh, today. So uh, I like Michigan. I don't love Michigan in this game. It's uh, it's going to be something I, I have to watch closely here and possibly live bet uh, during the game too. Do you like or do you love Notre Dame catching the five? Uh, it appears, Matt Humans, you don't think USC is going to be able to stop that run. You're right about that. I'm not sure if they can. Notre Dame's offensive line's really physical, and that's what that's one thing that uh, Marcus Freeman and, and Tommy Rees and that coaching staff has uh, has kind of figured out since that <clears throat> embarrassing home loss to uh, Stanford. Notre Dame's been, been a really effective team on the ground, and uh, their offensive line I think has matured quite a bit. Their defensive fronts strong. Notre Dame's stronger on the offensive. And defensive lines here, and I think the running attack is going to be important in controlling the clock against USC. I don't love Notre Dame in this spot, but I do like the Irish uh, too. I think it came easy for Caleb Williams a week ago. He threw for 470 yards against UCLA. Uh, the Bruins didn't put enough pressure on him. I think Notre Dame with uh, Isaiah Foskey and that defensive front can put a little bit more pressure, make things tougher on Caleb Williams this week. Uh, now Williams. I think, Patrick, you would probably say he's been exquisite this season. He's got 40 total <laughs> touchdowns, uh, 33 passing, 7 rushing, only 3 interceptions. And the, the turnover margin has been um, a huge, huge difference in the key to U- USC's success this season. Notre Dame can avoid turnovers, and what they're going to do basically here is try to keep the ball on the ground. And like Michael said, body punch, body punch. They're just going to try to beat up the uh, Trojans' defense on the ground then they can be uh, in this game in the fourth quarter, too, like Michigan plans to be against Ohio State. Now, I don't love this play because USC has such a massive advantage at the quarterback position. I think Caleb Williams is the best NFL prospect in college football right now. He's not going to be in the 2023 draft, but that's the guy I think has got the most NFL potential of all the quarterbacks I see. Yeah, I would not disagree with that. I think that, you know, certainly he – and this offense – to me, the the key to the game, I think, is that USC's got to come out fast, and they got to come out and set the tempo and make it a track beat. Because if Notre uh-huh. Dame can body punch and keep this in the middle of the ring, it, it's going to be a harder, harder game for for SC to keep pl- getting defensive stops. And if they make it a passing game, I think SC's pass rush will get to the Notre Dame quarterback. And the Notre Dame quarterback's not very good with a clean pocket, and he's certainly not very good under pressure. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, it's I think, yeah that's no doubt. I, I don't know about you, Matt, but I think Williams, you think about Riley in the offense, you think Kyler Murray, you think Baker Mayfield. Caleb Williams is better in both of them. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Caleb Williams, he's he's six one and uh, 215, but he's a good runner, and uh, he's, he just shows a high football IQ, and he's been well coached by Lincoln Riley. You know, I, I've heard some speculation that the Raiders are looking to draft a quarterback and you're going to have a high draft pick. I'm not sure that's the way the Raiders are going to go. We can talk about that a little bit later. I think they want a more experienced quarterback, and really I think Caleb Williams is better than uh, all the prospects that are going to be out there in this draft anyway. So, um, totally agree. Yeah, I don't, I don't like really betting against uh, USC too much in this spot, but I think Notre Dame is the type of team that's built uh, to run the ball and can stay in this game and have a shot to win it. There's a lot on the line here for USC. I think if the Trojans went yeah. out, they deserve to be a playoff team. I agree with that. I, I think this is a huge game, and I, I think this is the moment that Lincoln Riley's waited. You know, he comes in his first year, and he took a bunch of guys, but this they're, they're sitting in the driver's seat here because somebody's going to come out of the top four, and they're sitting yep. perfectly, and they're, they, they don't have to worry about anything. They just win this game, it's over. 
Can I get your take? I know you've got Indiana catching ten and a half. You've got Wisconsin laying three, and it wouldn't be a Matt Human segment without him taking Hawaii in a game. He's taking them <laughs> plus fifteen. He always is all over Hawaii. He loves them. He won last uh, week with them. He got yeah, them. He 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 did. Um, may I ask you about the Paul Bowl? And that is, of course, South Carolina and Clemson. Uh, Matt, you can talk about South Carolina beating Tennessee, which was just wild last week. This number right now is sitting 14. It dropped. It was a couple shops are showing 14 and a half. So Clemson lane 14 hosting South Carolina. You know, as I usually do, I lean with the dog in a situation like this in a rivalry game. And that's what I love about rivalry week, too. You see some dogs that the general uh, public betters think can't hang in games, and they do hang in games. Saw it last night with Florida going shot for shot with Florida State the entire way in Tallahassee. Uh, the tricky spot here for South Carolina, it's off such a big win over Tennessee, dropped a 63-point bomb in that Volunteers defense. Uh, but I have not been that impressed with Clemson, and I think South Carolina has got enough to uh, hang in this game. I, I didn't make it. It's not a bet for me right now because um, – uh, Clemson has dominated this rivalry in recent years, and I think you could see Clemson's A game today. But um, I was impressed. I mean, how can you not be impressed with what the Gamecocks did a week ago? I would lean yeah, that really. direction. Bet it yet? No doubt. I mean, Spencer Rattler. I mean, who was he the other day? I mean, <laughs> no that's, that's that is not the Spencer who Rattler I had been watching all season. I yeah, can I, I mean, you where'd that. he come from? I, I thought it was, was a wild. different guy wearing Rattler's jersey. I had no idea. <laughs> okay, officially, you know it's Matt Humans because there's four dogs. Indiana catching 10.5, Michigan 8.5, Wisconsin lane 3, Notre Dame plus 5, and Hawaii plus 15. We come back, Humans and Lombardi on the NFL next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN. Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Well, Matt Humans was just bragging to Michael Lombardi during the break that he got the VEASAN hat out of the VEASAN store. So that's pretty cool. You can be like humans and sign up right now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And when you do become a VEASAN pro, you're going to get a $30 credit for the VEASAN store. You can get t-shirts, hats, mugs. It's all there. It's a great store. Check it out. It's our Cyber Monday offer. Become a VEASAN pro right now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Matt will look good in that hat as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. It's big rivalry week, of course, as far as college football, as we say hi to, uh, of course, Matt Eumanns, host of Bet Prep, does an amazing job, just came back from Maui scouting the college basketball, but we transition over to the NFL. Any takeaways from Thanksgiving before we move on to your picks this week? What stood out to you, Matt Eumanns, on Thanksgiving with those three games? Yeah, first of all, I did some Black Friday shopping at the VSIN store, and I got my mom a Patrick Maher T-shirt and a Michael Lombardi <laughs> coffee mug. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, good luck that. that. I I, uh, um, <laughs> you know, Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, uh, I didn't take a whole lot away, I don't think, from the Thanksgiving games. I did bet the Giants, and I, I thought I was in pretty good position at halftime in that one, but I was also cautious that the wheels could fall off on the Giants, and I, I think here in the second half of the season, you're going to see that, too, because it's a really beat-up Giants team. They don't have any playmakers at the receiver spots, and I, I'm not going to be on the Giants too many times here in the second half. I think you know, I was lucky to get in the back door uh, with the G-men there, and uh, that's not a team I'm looking to back too often going forward. The Cowboys, I expected, you know, off that uh, bounce-back performance against the Vikings, I thought they were going to be a little bit of uh, there was going to be a little bit of a hangover effect on uh, Thanksgiving, and for, for some reason the Cowboys have a uh, a poor track record of covering and winning games at home on Thanksgiving. If you remember a year ago, they lost to the Raiders at home, and uh, I didn't make too much of uh, what I saw there. But the I think the Patriots probably if you bet the Patriots plus three, you were a little bit uh, disappointed. I'm frustrated by the way that game turned out because they were, what, three for 10 on third downs. They had five defensive penalties that gave Vikings first downs. Uh, this did not execute at a high level offensively when they had to in the red zone. And then there were a lot of calls that just went the Vikings' way in that game. I hated the overturn on Hunter Henry, apparent TD reception. I thought that was just a, a weak overturn by the officials. And uh, I still think the Patriots are a team that can hang in there and be really competitive here in the second half. I'm uh, I'm still somewhat optimistic about the Patriots uh, going forward, but did not make uh, too many, you know, surprising conclusions out of what happened on Thanksgiving. I guess. Okay, let's do this. Let's start at at mm-hmm. night on your Sunday place. You've got four dogs and you've got one favorite. Again, this is so grueling when you have to pick five plays on a. NFL Sunday. Let's go Green Bay and Philly. You do like Green Bay catching the six and a half at Philly. Well, I wonder here, a lot of people think the Packers are going to pack it in and they don't really have a legitimate shot at the playoffs going forward. But anytime you're catching Aaron Rodgers and points like this, a primetime game, he's got such a good track record. Uh, the key though, I think, and Michael can talk about this a little bit more. I think defenses are starting to figure out Nick Sirianni's offense and they're starting to slow down the Philadelphia offense a little bit. You've, 
You've seen it the past couple weeks. And I also believe there are peaks and valleys for teams in the NFL season. And the Eagles kind of peaked in the first couple months. And now they're plateauing a little bit. And uh, hopefully they can uh, crank things back up in December. But I, I don't think the Eagles are playing their best football right now. And the Packers might be able to. Packers, if, they, if their play calling is on spot, if they're running the ball and they're effective running it like they should be, then the Packers can hang around in that game and have a shot to win it. Uh, I don't trust Matt LaFleur. I don't think he's a very good coach. Uh, but Rodgers, I think, has the ability to keep the Packers in it. Like you said, I wouldn't run out and bet my paycheck on this game, uh, but you got to play you got to play five NFL sides in a week, and the Packers, you know, pick your poison. The Packers look like a, a spot for me where uh, they might be able to turn in a decent performance on Sunday night. You know, the Eagles have been a team in the before their bye week where – you know, that they were like a baseball team that never committed an error. I mean, going into mm-hmm. after the Houston game on Thursday night, they only had had three turnovers the entire season. And now in the yeah. last two weeks, we've seen them have six. So that, that that's a, always going to come back to you. And they haven't been as explosive offensively. I mean, they got no. 314 yards against the Colts, 264 against, you know, uh, they only got 360 against the uh, Texans, you know. You, you, the Pittsburgh they, they dominated. I mean, go back to the Dallas game. They had 268 yards of offense against Dallas. I mean, Dallas is in that game with Cooper Rush, the second half particularly. So I, I think it was funny, Matt. Vinny's power rankings for the for the Eagles have come way down. I asked Vinny the question, you know, Green Bay was a 10.5-point dog in Buffalo. Now they're only a, in your contest. They're a 7, but 6.5 across the board. Like, there, there's been an adjustment to Philadelphia. There's no doubt. Yeah, you're right about that. And you, you think of the Philadelphia offense and high-flying big play offense. It ha- has not been the case here in the past uh, four or five weeks. It's it's a team that's uh, closer to 300 yards a game than uh, 450 yards a game. And uh, there's a reason for that, too. And I, I do think the uh, Eagles offense has been scouted pretty well by opposing defensive coordinators. And they're, t- they're taking away a lot of that stuff that Philadelphia was doing well. I Jalen Hurts had to make some big-time plays for Philadelphia to win that game in Indianapolis a week ago. And also, you know, when everybody counts the Packers out and say they're done, they're going to pack it in, uh, I could see them, you know, kind of playing with nothing to lose and actually showing up with a a, a pretty good performance Sunday. Matt, we love Tennessee and Vrabel catching points at home. They're catching two and a half with Cincinnati in town. Yeah, and this number was three for most of the week, and I thought, you know, why why do the Bengals deserve to be full three-point road favorites of Tennessee? The ti- all the Titans have done is beat uh, the sharp betters week after week after week. Everybody's trying to fade the Titans, and uh, I think they're doing it with smoke and mirrors. In the last eight games, Titans are uh, 7-1 straight up, 8-0 against the spread. And they're coming off that week two blowout loss at Buffalo, you would not have predicted this, but Mike Vrabel... Uh, you can't say enough about the job this guy does. Kind of an old school coach, his team's winning in an old school uh, fashion. So I, I respect the Titans. I think more than the betting market does, and uh, I'm not sure the Bengals deserve to be, uh, you know, field goal favorites on the road here. And I'll go ahead and play the Titans. I think they got a pretty good shot to win the game. Yeah, I mean the strength of the Titans is their front. They're physical. They're tough. Yep. You know, they can tackle. You know, the weakness of the Bengals is their offensive line. Without Joe Mixon, they can't who they're gonna run? Perrine? 
You know, and, and I don't care if Chase plays. He played the last game. I mean, if Tannehill doesn't turn this ball over, this is going to be a three-point game one way or the other. You get Mike Vrabel at home with points, I think you got to take it. Yeah, you, talk, you know, Tannehill, that's the key. Vrabel needs a quarterback who's not going to turn the ball over and make negative plays. And if uh, Tannehill doesn't do that, I, I don't see why the Titans can't win the game. Like I said, they're, I, think, I always like to bet on a team that's tougher, more physical on the offensive and defensive lines. I think uh, that's what the Titans are in, uh, in comparison to the Bengals. Your one favorite this week, Jeff Saturday, Indianapolis, Monday night, hosting <laughs> Pittsburgh. You're laying two and a half with your boy, Matt. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit last week. I just don't see anything special in Kenny Pickett. And that Pittsburgh offense, even though uh, it erupted last week with a 30-point performance, I don't see that happening too often. And the Colts, <clears throat> I don't know if it's uh, Jeff Saturday so much. as He, he went back to uh, Matt Ryan. And I think this team's got a new adjusted attitude. And the Colts are one of those teams I could see actually coming on playing much better football here in the second half. And uh, I, I think the the price is cheap, actually. I'm a, I was on the Steelers a couple weeks ago when they were home dogs to the Saints. Uh, they were catching two points at home to the Saints. Why were the Saints road favorites in Pittsburgh? And now that the Steelers are catching the same number on the road in Indianapolis, I think the price is cheap on the Colts. And uh, I'll lay it. I know a lot of people are mocking the Jeff Saturday hire, and I don't think he deserved the job. Uh, that, that's probably true, but uh, the Colts are playing better football since he took over, and I think a lot of that has to do with Matt Ryan coming back and actually, I think, playing with, with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, knowing this is his last shot. So I'll give the Colts uh, another shot here on Monday night. And and and, and look, the, the defense has played well. Let's face it. I mean, the defense mm-hmm. played really well. And they they kept him in that Philly game up until the last drive of the game. So you know yeah. that that's been the key. And I think Kenny Pickett will struggle at the speed of this Colt defense and that offensive line for Pittsburgh isn't very good. Okay, no, the other place: the Panthers catching <laughs> uh-huh. one, the Browns catching three and a half. So again, I'll give all the plays here: the Titans catching two and a half, the Packers catching six and a half, and the Colts on Monday night laying two and a half. Listen, Matt, you know we appreciate you every week. Go get some rest, of course, Saturday and thank Sunday at prep. Matt Humans, thank you very much, Matt. Have a great Saturday. Hey, Thanks, you guys Matt. too. You bet. Thanks. We really do appreciate his effort, man. That guy doesn't sleep. And again, if you missed the beginning mm-hmm. of the That's conversation, amazing. he just came back I mean, from the Maui. diversity of his profile. I mean, he's got basketball. He's got college football. He, I mean, he can. he's got such a wide range of it. He's truly a, a gem here. He's an all-star here at, at Beeson no, because he, really he can is. do so many things. He, he know, lives it. I, you, people like you and humans are the difference in Beeson. Obviously, your expertise, but we got a guy in humans that literally travels to Maui to scout basketball. <laughs> That's the Beeson difference. I hope he brought his golf okay. clubs. I hope he brought his go- got at least a round of golf in out there. I know he got some fast food. We know that. Gable's next. <laughs> Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Unleash the spirit of Vegas with betting's premier loyalty program. That's BetMGM. Again, remember, this is very simple. It's like your credit card. So, anytime you place a wager on the BetMGM app or BetMGM.com, you get points and you can convert those points into free bets or you can use it for airfare, hotels, plays, anything. It's it's a tremendous deal. Again, it's betting's 
premier loyalty program over at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks and the sponsor of the Lombardi Line. 1-800-GAMBLER, if you have an issue, got to be 21 years or older. We welcome you back. It's a big Saturday college football rivalry week, rivalry day. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. Generally on Saturday and Sunday, he's going to be out at the Borgata with our partner, Thomas Gable, who runs the race in sportsbook. But Michael Lombardi battling. And by the way, people should know he's still under the weather, but he's working today. So we appreciate him, of course. And we welcome in Thomas Gable. Uh, TG, as we say, hi, how was your Thanksgiving? I'm guessing you spent it there at the Borgata, no? <laughs> it was it was good, thank you. Uh, Thanksgiving was was pretty good up until the uh, the Minnesota New England game. We uh, that was a pretty big decision for us. We we needed New England, and um, uh, obviously uh, Minnesota came away with the victory there and, and covered the spread. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a good Thanksgiving though. And, and you know, I mean, that's one of those where, like, I think Matty Humans. I don't know if you listened to him in the last block. He he. A lot of questionable calls in that game, you know, that was going back and forth that, you know, again, I still don't understand how that call uh, at the goal line came where it wasn't at least a catch to the one-inch line, but, you know, so be it. That's that's how it moves on. That's how close it was. It appeared the officials were pro-Minnesota, to say the least. Just ask Bill Belichick To say the least. Okay, so... um, so that's Thanksgiving, Thomas. And by the way, I woke up with some messages from TG. My man woke up feeling dangerous today with his college basketball card. We'll get to his Des Moines play coming up in just a little bit. But it is rivalry week. Let's start with the game. Are you up to nine? Circa went to nine with Michigan and Ohio State laying it. Yeah, we're still at eight and a half. There's a, a, a few nines uh, out there, a couple nines, and um, mostly eight and a half that you're seeing. Though, and we, we opened this game at eight and a half, Ohio State lane eight and a half. It dipped down to seven and a half and uh, now back up to eight and a half. And again, as you said, it's, it's moving up in other places as well. So uh, total is currently sitting at 56. And obviously all eyes have been on the health of uh, Michigan's run game there. Blake Quorum, he ran for 108 yards in the first half of the Illinois game and exited with the knee injury. Uh, Donovan Ed- Edwards is their sophomore back. He also was unavailable for that game. So, you know, it looks like Quorum will play, and but just how effective he'll be remains to be seen. And we know what a big piece of this Michigan offense he is. He's obviously their leading TD score. He's tied for first in the country with 19 touchdowns and fourth in the nation in rushing. Uh, but I think the question, uh, of course, in this matchup is going to be, the physicality of Michigan, can it overcome Ohio State here for the second straight year? Um, and here's a day where Jim Knowles and this Buckeyes defense needs to step up. You know, a year ago, the Buckeyes were 59th in total defense. Knowles has them up to ninth this season. So, really, the, it, it all comes down to can Ohio State, and we've been talking about this for weeks, can they come up and match and exceed the physicality here of this Michigan Wolverines team? You know, and you got to think that that's all that that Ryan Day's been preaching all week, right, TG? I mean, are you guys tough enough? I mean, they say we're yeah. not tough, you know, and he's got to be preaching that all week long. And I think to me, the this preaching can can certainly take a life of its own, but also the fact that the weather isn't really bad. I mean, it's it's like it's a comfortable way to right. play, and you know, and it fits their offense perfectly. So I, I think this is going to be a first quarter. You know, like I I was telling Patrick and everyone. I'm nervous because everybody seems to be on Michigan. 
I think I might wait till the first quarter to see where this goes because Michigan's got to stay attached. They don't; they're not able to just come from behind and get back into the game. Right, and uh, you know it is pretty evenly bet here. I, I will say that it's it's pretty evenly bet game, both ticket count and money wise. Um, but as you said, it's this is a game here. I think you almost need to lay off and wait till wait till it starts. See how Quorum looks. See what you know what his knee looks like there, and then maybe get involved in play. Yeah, well put. Remember last year, Ann Arbor. You can just—I still remember—it looked like a snow globe. It's going to be fifty degrees and perfect there in Columbus. So, to your point, Michael, let's go Iron Bowl, Auburn, Alabama, TG. I got twenty-two and fifty with Bama laying it. Yeah, so uh, right now, Bama is laying 22. Uh, most of the money here has been on Alabama through the week. Uh, we, we opened this 21 and a half. Uh, the total has ticked up one point. It's now sitting at 50 and a half. Um, the opener, 49 and a half. But yeah, mostly Alabama money of what we've seen so far uh, so far this week. So probably going to need Auburn to, uh, to cover this number here. Um, uh, currently sitting at 22, though. And you haven't moved. Uh, what did you open up, TJ? I'm sorry. We opened it up at uh, 21 and a half. So you've only moved it a half a point, but yet there's a ton of money yeah. coming in on Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a decent amount of Alabama money. The the one Michael and I will be focused on, we're going to lay it with USC. I think we laid four and a half. Notre Dame, again, I I understand in the trenches, Notre Dame has an advantage, but this is just an offensive onslaught with USC. Not sure if Notre Dame can catch up if they fall behind. That's a quick cap. What's the number, USC, Notre Dame? Yeah, so USC is uh, currently laying four and a half, and we opened this six and a half, and Notre Dame has been taking money. Uh, we've seen the number move towards Notre Dame. Decent amount of money coming in early on the Irish. People are taking the six and a half and the six. Uh, and Notre Dame's defense, they, they've carried the team through much of the year. But the offense has certainly played better. And during their current five-game win streak that they're on, they've averaged 39.8 points per game. They're running the ball effectively. And, you know, they've accumulated 220 yards on the ground in six of their last eight games. And now you could say USC has only allowed two teams to rush for over 200 yards this season, but let's face it, their conference isn't really known for running the ball. Uh, we know overall defensively this USC team just isn't strong, um, but they will be able to put up points. Uh, Caleb Williams is firmly in contention for the Heisman. He's the favorite right now at minus 110. The Heisman, I think, could very well be decided today. If Stroud or Williams has a bad day and the other has a really good day on a national stage, uh, it's going to be a big deal. Stroud currently plus 105, and, uh, of course, Quorum there sitting at 20-1. to 1, But um, between this game and the Ohio State game, it's going to go a long way, I think, to decide the Heisman here. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, be ready to be ready to send it in because if, if it looks like it, it, Caleb's playing really well and UCSC is going to win, it's the same thing. You're going to know where Ohio State is. And look, Ohio State Stroud's got to play good to beat Michigan. There's no denying that. I mean, there he's got to be a key. Can't turn the ball over, and he's got to handle the pressure really well. So I think that's a great point, TG. You got to be ready to use your app immediately. Yep. Rotation one twenty-five. 
Let's go Oregon, Oregon State. The Bo Nix question. It looks like Oregon State's getting bet here. I will say Bo Nix was forced to stay in the pocket against Utah and threw the ball well in a win. Where do you sit right now with Oregon, Oregon State there, TG? Uh, so Oregon is currently now weighing two, and uh, we we opened this uh, three and a half, and they took the three and a half there, uh, took the three, so now at two. So Oregon State, uh, certainly the, the money, the total money on them right now is exceeding what we have in Oregon. But again, uh, most of that money did come in there at three and a half and three. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And, and a lot of that is, would you th- if Bo Nix were 100% healthy, Thomas, where do you think this line would be? Is this a little bit lighter because of the Bo Nix? Uh, slightly, slightly. I mean, we know Nix uh, isn't 100%. So, I, I mean, the opener was three and a half. I, you know, if he was totally 100%, I think you may have seen a four and a half or so. But um, we we know that uh, he's a little compromised there. Yeah, yeah, you're getting a discount for sure. Okay, uh, Des Moines play. Let's get to it. Thomas Gable, for those that don't know, obviously runs the book there at the Borgata, but he's a college basketball expert. There's nobody sharper. Let's get to your Des Moines play today in college hoops. Yeah, we're going to look at a total here at, uh, of Kent State and Houston, 134.5. And, and last year, I was very, very high on Houston, um, just as high, if not higher, on them this year. Uh, they're just a tremendous team. And really, defensively, uh, one of it, certainly one or two uh, in the nation in defense, uh, they have yet to allow even 60 points uh, scored against them this year. Uh, Oregon, they just beat Oregon by 10. Um, and Oregon was kind of the high watermark. Oregon scored 56 on them. So uh, they're just, they defend the three very well. Kent State has been shooting the three somewhat decent to start the year, but um, again, this Houston team defends the three very well, and they're very, very efficient on offense as well. They don't shoot the ball well from three, but uh, it's just a total package of a team. We're going under 134 to him. Kent State, Houston, on the busiest college Football day of the year. That's Thomas Gable Football. in a nutshell. TG, enjoy, enjoy your Saturday. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Have there a good goes one. Thanks, TG. Okay, buddy. Thank you. We're coming back. We're going to run the board here with Mike Lombardi next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, get 10 bucks free right now when you sign up for First Bet, VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus, you get 100% match on your first deposit up to $200. Okay, you got wagering at over 300 tracks, AI assisted picks. The First Bet app is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. For more details, go to vcin.com slash horses. That's vcin.com slash horses. Okay, rivalry week, and the day is here. Michael Lombardi, week 13 college football, and Patrick Maher. This is vcin, the sports betting mm. network. Happy holidays. Hope you had a nice Thanksgiving and a nice weekend so far. We'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, with the NFL version of the Lombardi line. Hey, a couple things on the coaches. Matt Rule was announced, the Nebraska head coach. I saw Nebraska just mm-hmm. officially tweeted it. A cool picture of Rule. He'll do well there. That's it's a it's an interesting job in 2022. But Matt Rule is a good guy for that job. Well, I mean, look, it's it's uh you know it's got great tradition. We know that it's like you know when Alabama wasn't a great job when Nick Saban went there. Everybody said you know they went through a bunch of different coaches. They kind of were remember when school they couldn't quite figure out what they needed to do, and eventually they finally did and got it turned around with Nick. So it's gonna you know you're gonna have to recruit. You know, we're no longer a regional recruiting, no schools regional recruiting, even Alabama. I mean, look at when they read that, they get into Florida, they get into Georgia, you know, they go to Texas. I mean, it's the same thing you're going to have to do in Nebraska. You've got to get kids that want to be in Lincoln, you know, that can handle the wind and the weather in the, in the wintertime because it's not exactly tropical. So that's you got to pick the right guys. It's all about selection, and I think he'll do a really good job there. Okay, the next one, some rumors. It's interesting. So Bruce Feldman is reporting that Colorado has offered Deion Sanders their head coaching position. I think they're getting out in front of it and being like, hey, look, we offered. Because Deion's going to get offers here, Michael. What you're getting with Deion is you're getting an unknown, but somebody that obviously won at Jackson State, but he's a guy that's going to come in and completely reinvent the culture. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when he gets a big-time job. Well, I mean, he's a national brand. And so what he brings to your school is a national brand. 
And so all of a sudden, kids want to play for Dion, and they want to be a part of Prime. And yep. even though he's played a long time ago, players know, young players still know of, of Prime. You know, it's like a lot of guys, they don't know. They don't remember, but they remember Prime, and they remember Dion, and they remember all the teams he played for and how they loved him. So, you know, I, I applaud Kansas for making this decision. He'll, you know, it, it gives, excuse me, Colorado for making this decision because it gives them a chance to, to become a national brand. And there was a time when I was younger and was in scouting and working for the 49ers and that Colorado had a lot of great players. And they were a really good team with Bill McCartney, and they were able to get kids from Los Angeles to come to Colorado. They were able to get into Texas and, and do that, and they were able to get a bunch of first-round picks on that team. So it's, win it's doable. It's the Pac-12 and uh, you've got a chance to to really to build something there. So I, I hope I hope I would hope Dion takes. It. I don't know what else is going to open up. West Virginia is going to open. That's what everyone says. I don't know what other program would. I don't think A and M. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people at A and M. They don't think A and M is going to open partly because of you know it's so much of a buyout. It's, it's ridiculous. Special cornerbacks where you could just leave them on an island. Not many were better than Dion. I think it's almost weird how Prime overtook what a great player he was. Not just football player, but a baseball player as well. Yeah, I mean, look, he's you know he's a, he's tremendous, and you know how about the skills with the ball in his hands when he was a punt returner? The returner. Yep. I mean, you know, it's just he's still remarkable. Yep, and like you said, he's a brand. Kids are going to want to play for him. A school, I think you'd be smart to get in line right now for Dion because that seems like a rocket ship. Okay, let's get to the games, and we're just about 12 minutes away from kickoff there in Columbus. Again, the weather is going to be pristine, exquisite, if, if I may, so there's not going to be an issue there. Michigan at Ohio State. Michael, everybody's moving to nine here. I'm surprised by this because, remember, all the tickets are on Michigan, but it's Ohio State laying nine. I think nine's too many, but I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I would be more in-game betting here because I, I don't want to be on the side of the public. And one thing I think it's different than the pro is when this movement to a certain team in college, it hasn't always been correct. It has not. And that that's term that we've outlawed for two years here on this program, STEAM, is, is not good. It's not a good term. And I, I, I see all the STEAM to Ohio State – but yet everybody's playing Michigan, it makes you worry. 100%. That number moving like this actually scares me if I'm a Michigan backer. It's now essentially nine everywhere. Look, Michigan's going to struggle with Stroud and Harrison and those receivers. We get that. But again, it comes down to the red zone for me, and Ohio State's defense just hasn't been good in the red zone. Michigan's conversely has been great. We know Ohio State's offense is tremendous in the red zone, but that could be the difference and nine's a big number to lay, a big number to lay in a rivalry. That's all I'm going to say about yeah. that. Let's get to the other one. You and I, for Betsgiving, are having a little fun with USC. It, really, it's just about thinking Notre Dame's offense, if they do fall behind, may not be able to catch up. It's four now off the six, six-and-a-half opener with USC laying uh, Notre Dame here. Yeah. I, I, everybody's on at Notre Dame. I like SC. I think Lincoln Riley understands what at stake. And look, when you're playing, when you're betting games under a touchdown – Take the team with the better quarterback and the, and the ability to move the football. I'm going to go with the USC. I think it's that simple. Take the better quarterback. 
This coming in as well, just we were talking coaching, Auburn and Thamel's reporting that they're in discussions with Hugh Freeze for weeks now to become their next coach. Is Are you hearing Freeze to Auburn more than you're hearing Lane I always to have Auburn? heard Freeze. I, I've okay. always I, – I heard Freeze – see, my, I was told originally that Lane wasn't in play, that the, the new AD wasn't a huge – didn't want the Lane Circus to come to Auburn. And then that, that flipped. Obviously, that was wrong. So, but number two was always Hugh Freeze. And look, Hugh Freeze deserves it. You know, today they play New Mexico State. You know, they're a 22-point favorite. I think they'll play really well today against New Mexico State. I think that this team, you know, they beat Arkansas. They've been hurt up. They've been beat a little bit. But I do believe that they'll bounce back. And, And look, he's done, for whatever happened at Mississippi, I think he's done a really good job at Liberty. Totally agree. Auburn, Alabama. Let's go Iron Bowl. It's going to be simple for Cadillac Williams and Auburn. They're going to hand the ball to Bigsby and hope they can kind of control the pace here. And remember, it's a run D in Alabama that got gouged by LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee. So you can run against Alabama here. Alabama's hosting Auburn, and they're laying 22. I'm going to take Alabama. I think with the bye week, with some time off to kind of fix what he wanted to do defensively, uh, and I think there's a lot of moving parts at Alabama, but the one thing is they're they're still in, they still have a chance here, and if they play really well against Auburn today and take this game over, and they've got the best quarterback in Bryce Young, and they fix that and they put this game away, which they should do at home, then it puts them maybe in position once LSU slips up for their third loss that they might backdoor this thing. Certainly ahead of Clemson, I, I think there's a lot at stake for Alabama that maybe people don't realize. Don't disagree. South Carolina, Clemson, you just mentioned them. Let's get to the Palmetto Bowl there. Clemson has won seven straight against South Carolina. They're laying 14. You know, it's as a South Carolina alum, I, I can't make rhyme or reason out of South Carolina. There's seven wins this year. Again, they're bowl eligible. They beat Amazing. Tennessee. They've got seven wins. There's seven wins this year. Uh, they've averaged 42 points per. And their four losses, they've totaled 53 points. Think about what I'm telling you. They're winning and they're scoring 42 per. They've lost four games. Combined what they've scored, 53 points. That's why last week against Tennessee, what Rattler and that offense did was completely out of nowhere, Michael. It, it, I mean, I I thought it che- I would have to check the you know the DNA of the uniform. I mean, I got didn't understand it. Like <laughs> they couldn't stop them. I mean, and I understand there's been conversations about problems within the Tennessee locker room over NIL stuff. Okay, that's right. manifested itself on the field. But the reality here was I was surprised at how good South Carolina's offense looked. Do I think it can continue? I don't I don't think that, but I would take the points. I really would. I think that you yeah. got to give Shane Beamer some credit. He's built this pr- two years now. He's done a remarkable job. He's done a better job than Will Muschamp's done when he was down there. Not even close. That's a very good point. Okay, I saved the best for last. LSU's at Texas A&M. <laughs> Listen to this. LSU, uh, I don't know. Who, by the I way, mean, by the way, they're two losses. They could get into the playoff. If they beat Georgia, they beat A&M and then beat Georgia in the SEC championship Oh, yeah. Game. I mean, they, you beat Georgia. Be you beat Georgia, then you're in. I mean, I think if you beat Georgia, you should get in. So, uh, look, I, I think to me, this, uh, I mean, they got to beat A&M. They should be able to control the pace of this game, and they should be able to to have this, I mean, look, Massachusetts shut down A&M's offense. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> and the other thing that I think you have to put out there is the fact that A&M's making a bunch of coaching changes immediately after this game. And I think that's going to affect the game. 
except not going to change Jimbo, right? They're not going to pay him out. It does no. I, I mean, they can't afford to. I mean, I think if, if Jimbo was at a normal contract, that this this would have been over months ago. Okay. I mean, they Listen. can't. I mean, I don't even. Uh, Jimbo can't be very comfortable walking around town if no, he even it's walks be around awkward. town. It's got to be so horrible. Awkward. Listen, you go get some rest because we're going to need you here on the Lombardi Line on a Sunday, a football Sunday. Okay, go get some rest. I will rest, be Michael. right back to go. Thank you, Patrick. Thank okay. everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Back at Circa, Matt Humans. Thank you, Thomas Gable. Jick Jack Johnson. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.